And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the ones in the captain's chair. They are the host with the most. They are in charge. They're at the wheel of this ship, and therefore they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here at His Hardline for episode 486 with Genesis chapter 19. We'll be doing a reading out of Genesis chapter 19. We'll have a little bit of a summary. And I've got a couple little audio pieces to play, but remember, because today is a state assembly meeting on the conference call for us, plus we also have a national call. So if you're new to the national assembly, please feel free to go to national-assembly.net, go to the conference call link, look up the phone number. Um, Yes, I could give it to you right here, right now, but you know what? Part of self-governing is, well, basically means that you go up and do kind of some of the stuff yourself, go do some research. Um, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but if we're going to be a self-governing body politic people, we need to do our own homework. We need to go out there and do our own research. So if you really want to know more about your state, about your county, go to national-assembly.net. I'll give you a hint. When you go to that website, just click on the conference called link and you can find the information from there it's very very easy folks it's very very easy so if you want to know more oh see even rita's being nice she's putting it right here in the chat wow what a what a gal i see i still catch myself i call her rita still even though it's rietta she's always gonna be rita i'm just gonna i'm just gonna call her rita it just sounds better <laughs> but yes um rietta put it up national hyphen assembly net and if for some of you out there you're not familiar what a hyphen is that is a dash national-assembly.net thank you rietta appreciate that okay so before we get started actually before we get started there is something i need to do with my microphone here for a moment because it's been bugging me so i'm gonna kind of just it's gonna sound like i'm talking to myself like a crazy guy like i always sound anyways my S's have been sounding very, very um, S-y. Let me see here. Let's, how do we lower this down? Uh, let's see, where are we at? Microphone check, one, two, check. There we go. A little bit better. 
All right. Yeah, it was sounding a little too S E for me, and I didn't like it. Did not have I did not like it. So we had to we had to lower the threshold um a little bit for that. Good deal. All right. Let's get out of this and bring up my stuff. Good deal. Okay. I think we're good. So today is March 16th, 2023. And yes, it is Thursday. It is Thursday. So um I want to play this first sound bite. This is really, really uh, interesting because it kind of, in a way, falls in line with what we were talking about two nights ago about time and money. Um, this is kind of what got me started down that pathway a little bit. Let's give this a quick listen to. Really good information, good piece of advice because this is exactly the system that was designed to get us to focus more on our old years and work our butts off in our younger years and pretty much neglect our family. Let's give this a quick listen to. I think that the worst manipulation that we have been taught to believe is that we have to work ourselves into the ground in our young years so that we can retire when we're old. They have created the perfect system to use up our lives and then give us a treat when it's over. We watch our lives slip away, but we're told that it's okay because you worked up in the company. You got a raise. And that money will be so amazing when we're too old to use it. Well, it's time to change the narrative. Life is happening now. I think that the worst minute. That's right. Life is happening now. That's one of the reasons why I've shifted my priorities. Um, why, like I said the other day, I've talked to many people in their 60s and 70s. In fact, I had a guy. Um, I'm going to keep his name private. He doesn't work where I work at anymore, but he was in his mid, I believe mid to upper sixties. And, um, we were talking one day, uh, I was training him and, uh, he said to me, he's like, what you're doing, how you're living your life and what you're doing. I really applaud you because I wish I would have taken or followed that same advice years ago. He said, you know, my whole life, I worked overtime upon overtime upon overtime. I've worked so much. I've worked my way up the corporate ladder at this one particular company that's local. Because I made myself management, made a lot of money in overtime, worked my way up, got promoted, worked my way up, got promoted. Was very loyal to this company. And then of course the 07, 08, 09 debacle happened. And he got laid off. He had worked so much overtime. He put so much of his money in investments, 401k, you know, the whole nine yards that he pretty much neglected, um, not willingly, but I mean, I guess you could say willingly, but unconsciously, uh, willingly. He missed a lot of his children's uh, events, baseball, sports, recitals, you know, stuff like that. The guy was in his, when I, when, you know, I say was, he still is, was in his mid close to upper sixties. And he told me, he goes, let me tell you something, son. He goes, what you're doing, reshifting your, you know, re reprioritizing your, 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 uh, how you do things by living your life now while your daughter is still young and you're making good memories with her. You're living life now. He goes, you are not guaranteed the future you think you're going to have when you get to my age. I said, well, I agree with you, but what happened with yours? I said, I'm just curious. He goes, let me tell you something. He goes, I worked my butt off my whole life. I missed a lot of family functions. I missed my children growing up. He goes, look at me. I'm in my mid sixties. I'm training for a new job, a job I've never done. I lost my job, my career that I was very loyal to after the 0809 debacle happened. He said, I went out, I cashed out my 401k. I bought a semi because I didn't know how else I could make money, good money. I bought a semi. I did it for six years. I flopped. He goes, guess what? I still got that semi. I can't even sell it. I'm still making payments on it. And here I am working here at this company that, you know, where I'm working at. He said, I missed so much time with my family, my kids for what to 
invest in a 401k in hopes that I'll have a good future when I'm old and I could travel the world and play golf? Yeah, that's a great future. He goes, the system screwed me bad. I followed the directions and I followed what society told me I should do. And I missed out on my kids growing up. And here I am still with a semi-truck payment, not using it to make money. And here I am working, training for a new job that I don't even know I'm, I'm even cut out for. Long story short, folks, he doesn't even work for us anymore. He lasted maybe a few months. That was it. I feel bad for the guy. I really do. After I heard him tell me his little testimony, I knew for a fact what I was doing was going to be the right choice. See, when my daughter gets to be 18, 19, 20 years old, and she doesn't, you know, she moves on life and, you know, flees the nest, right? She flies from the nest like we're supposed to, you know, like we're supposed to teach them. What they don't teach you is you need to take all the money that you're making. Forget about investing for a moment. Forget about the future. Live in the moment. Be with your kids. Enjoy them. Be with your wife while you have your health, while you're nimble, while you're flexible, while you breathe easy, while you can run. Enjoy your family now. You can always work more later when you have more time and you don't have recitals and, and you know, horseback riding lessons to attend to or whatever. You can always work more later if you want to save up for a little bit for the future. But you only get your kids for so long. You only have your youth for so long, right? That's why they say the youth, you know, youth is wasted on the young, right? That's that old saying, the youth is, you know, wasted on the young. I think that's how the saying goes. Well, I tried learning from a lot of people in their 60s and 70s and 80s. See, that's one thing I always enjoyed. I love hanging around people in the wisdom class. Love hanging around people in that age uh, bracket. I can't stand my, my, you know, people in my peer group, be quite frank with you. They're idiots. A lot of them don't know how to use critical thinking skills. They don't have common sense. I like hanging around people that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. You learn a lot. Rietta says, us gray-haired ones. That gray hair shows wisdom. I enjoy it. I love talking to people that are double my age or more. So anyway, I thought that was kind of very well worth the listen. So anyway, there's that. Okay, let's get into the reading. Oh, and by the way, I did post the uh, show from last night, the second show, um, just so you all know. I know it was missing today, um, but I was able to, once I came back home and I could get to my computer, I was able to repost it. So it is up. Um, I posted it on Podbean, or it's on Podbean. I posted it on Telegram, and I posted it on True Social. The only one that I couldn't get at was uh, Clout Hub. I, oh, no, excuse me. I did put it over there in Clout Hub, I think. I can't remember. My mind is just a big blur. Okay, so let's get right into the reading. So we are reading Genesis chapter 19. Let me get to the right chapter. Would help if I was a little bit prepared. All right, there we go. That's the spirit, Jason. There you go, buddy. I know you can do it. All right. So we're going to get into a very interesting chapter. We're going to talk about Sodom's depravity, Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed, and more. Okay. New King James Version of the Bible. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, Rietta was saying, I thought I shared it on Clout Hub. You did? Um, I was having some issues with my accounts and my computer last night. That's a bit of a long story. Um, I was, when I thought I had everything posted, I went upstairs to my bedroom and I was looking on my phone cause I was going to share it in a couple other areas, realized that I, you know, here's the thing. Part of it was also user error. I did the same thing with Kirk's law corner, uh, video on cloud hub, uh, last week. 
I deleted a post thinking it would just delete what shows on my wall. Turns out it deleted the whole thing from the, from the whole, uh, what do you call it? From the whole um, platform. Because what I was ultimately trying to do was delete it from the post from my wall on Clout Hub, thinking it was still going to be on the back end. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how that works, apparently, folks. So if you do videos, this is future reference. I, you would have thought I learned from last week after accidentally, accidentally, because if you go back, you can't find the video that I did um, with Kirk's Law Corner, not the one on his chat pl pl platform on mine when we had a 27 minute delay. I accidentally deleted his because, again, I thought deleting the post on the front page only deletes it on the front. No, it deletes it all together. It's like, oh, well, that's great. Thanks. And then, of course, I was having issues with Podbean. So it is posted. So there you go. Sorry for the delay, folks. Um, like I said, that's technology for you. You know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? So let's get to the reading. Okay, Genesis chapter 9, New King James Version. Now, this is a little bit longer. There's 38 chapters, so a little bit longer than even yesterday's. And it reads, Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Just want to make sure I got something situated. There we go. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Here now. My lords, please turn into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. They said, no, but we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly. So they turned into him and entered his house. Then he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread and they ate. Now, before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both the old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to them, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind them and said, please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you and you may do to them as you wish. Only to only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have came under the shadow of my roof. And then he said, stand back. Then they said, this one came in to stay here and keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man lot and came near to break down the door. But the man, the men reached out their hands and pulled lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they became weary trying to find the door. Then the men said to Lot, have you anyone else here? Son-in-law, your sons, your daughters, or in whom, whomever you have in the city, take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his son-in-law, sons-in-law, who had married his daughters and said, get up, get out of this place. For the Lord will destroy the city, but the two sons, but two his sons-in-law seemed to be joking. When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, and the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass, when they had brought them outside, that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. Then Lot said to them, Please, no, my lords. Indeed, now your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me and I die. See now that 
This city is near enough to flee to, and it is a little one. Please let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live? And he said to him, See, I have favored you concerning this thing also, and that I will not overthrow this city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. Then the sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zor. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. So he overthrew these cities, all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And then he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain. And he saw the smoke of the land, which went up like the smoke of the furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of, of the overthrow. When he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt, then Lot went out of Zor and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zor. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on earth to come into us, as is the custom of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. So they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he did not know when she lay down and when she arose. It happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Indeed, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drink wine tonight also, and you go in and lie with him that we may preserve the lineage of our father then they made their father drink wine that night also and the younger arose and lay with him and he did not know when she lay down or when she rose thus both daughters of lot were with child by their father and the firstborn bore a son and called his name moab he is the father of the moabites to this day and the younger she also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. Ben-Ami. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. All right, forgive my commentary, but that's pretty gross. That's pretty sick and gross and twisted. That's a really messed up chapter. Let me tell you what. Very, very messed up chapter. Ugh. I feel like I need to wash my eyes and ears out after reading that chapter. Like, seriously, that's a really ucky chapter, guys. I don't want to sound like a little preschooler, but gross. Seriously. Rietta says, but we aren't going through that now. Yeah, and worse, unfortunately. I mean, people, you know what? No, I don't even want to think about it. People are doing way worse than what we just read there. Unfortunately, it's nasty, 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 nasty. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, it's a really messed up chapter. Now, before we get into the summary of what we just read, I am going to play something that is related to this reading. It's about four minutes long. It's from gotquestions.org. Let's give this a quick listen. Today's question is, what was the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah? In this video, I'll answer that question from a biblical perspective. And afterwards, as always, I'll share some helpful resources. So stick around until the end. The biblical account of Sodom and Gomorrah is recorded in Genesis chapters 18 and 19. Genesis chapter 18 records the Lord and two angels coming to speak with Abraham. The Lord informed Abraham that the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous, Genesis 18, verse 20. Verses 22 through 33 record Abraham pleading with the Lord to have mercy on Sodom and Gomorrah because Abraham's nephew Lot and his family lived in Sodom. Genesis chapter 19 records the two angels disguised as human men visiting Sodom and Gomorrah. 
Lot met the angels in the city square and urged them to stay at his house. The angels agreed. The Bible then informs us, before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Genesis chapter 19 verses 4 through 5. The angels then proceeded to blame all the men of Sodom and Gomorrah and urged Lot and his family to flee from the cities to escape the wrath that God was about to deliver. Lot and his family fled the city, and then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, including all those living in the cities. Genesis chapter 19, verse 24. In light of the passage, the most common response to the question, what was the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah, is that it was homosexuality. That is how the term sodomy came to be used to refer to anal sex between two men, whether consensual or forced. Clearly, homosexuality was part of why God destroyed the two cities. The men of Sodom and Gomorrah wanted to perform homosexual gang rape on the two angels, who were disguised as men. At the same time, it is not biblical to say that homosexuality was the exclusive reason why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were definitely not exclusive in terms of the sin in which they indulged. Ezekiel chapter 16 verses 49 through 50 declares, Now this was the sin of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters were arrogant, overfed, and unconcerned. They did not help the poor and needy. They were haughty and did detestable things before me. The Hebrew word translated detestable refers to something that is morally disgusting, and it is the exact same word used in Leviticus chapter 18 verse 22 that refers to homosexuality as an abomination. Similarly, Jude 7 declares, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. So again, while homosexuality was not the only sin in which the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah indulged, it does appear to be the primary reason for the destruction of the cities. Those who attempt to explain away the biblical condemnations of homosexuality claim that the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah was inhospitality. The men of Sodom and Gomorrah were certainly being inhospitable. There is probably nothing more inhospitable than homosexual gang rape. But to say God completely destroyed two cities and all their inhabitants for being inhospitable clearly misses the point. While Sodom and Gomorrah were guilty of many other horrendous sins, homosexuality was the reason God poured fiery sulfur on the cities, completely destroying them and all of their inhabitants. To this day, the area where Sodom and Gomorrah were located remains a desolate wasteland. Sodom and Gomorrah serve as a powerful example of how God feels about sin in general and homosexuality specifically. Want to learn more? Subscribe so you don't miss the next video. Visit gotquestions.org for more great content and check out the details section below this video. There's one book I recommend along with several related articles. If you'd like to learn more about Bible Munch or if you're interested in bite-sized devotionals, subscribe to Bible Munch on YouTube. It's linked right here. Now remember, got questions? The Bible has answers and we'll help you find them. All right. So that, again, that was a video, a little four-minute video. kind of gave a little bit of a synopsis there on gotquestions.org. If you type in the search bar, Sodom and Gomorrah, you can find that and talk, you know, it kind of gives you a little bit more of a, a reading and an understanding of that. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. So chapter 19 is, of course, without a doubt, one of the most dramatic and shocking chapters in Genesis, which is really saying something because the events recorded here reveal that the utter wickedness of the people of Sodom and they displayed God's grace to Abraham and re, you know, rescuing Lot and his family. And they show God's readiness and ability to judge the sins of humanity. Now in these verses displays the lasting consequences of sin in the hearts of Lot and his daughters. Now, in the prior chapter, God humors Abraham by discussing the conditions which Sodom must meet in order to avoid destruction. While God has no need to justify his actions to anyone, this conversation is permitted for our benefit. And so by allowing Abraham to set the standard for God's justice, which Sodom abruptly, you know, objectively fails, chapter 18 leaves no doubt that the fate of Sodom is unquestionably deserved. So in this chapter, two angels, like we read, have come to Sodom to destroy the city, and these seem to be the same angels who had been speaking with Abraham in chapter 18. Now Lot greets them at the gates to the city and insists that they stay in his house for the night. 
And based on what happens in the next few verses, Lot likely knows that traveling strangers will not be safe in the streets. So even inside Lot's home, however, these strangers are not out of harm's way, as we know. The men of the city surround Lot's home and demand the men be sent out of the, you know, to the mob that they may know them carnally. Now, the text is very clear, both in terms of language, interpretation, and context. I mean, there's no mistake in what we read here. I mean, it's basically a crowd of men from Sodom that gathered for basically homosexuality, you know, homosexual uh, tendencies. They, they, they got, they got, they got some bad thoughts in their minds of what they want to do to these two strangers. It's pretty sick, really. It's really, really freaking sick. <clears throat> so Lot pleads with them. He offers them his virgin daughters instead. It's like, whoa. Now, listen, I'm straight up with you guys. If I had to pick between two strange men traveling through my city and two daughters, um, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh, no, I'm, I'm protecting my daughters. I'm like, here, here are the dudes. Have fun. Bye-bye. If I'm going to be straight up honest with you, I'm protecting my daughters. Yeah, it's like what Nancy said. I'm, I'm sad that he offered up his daughters, though. Yeah, me too. That's pretty bad. I'm with you, Rietta. I never understood why he offered up his daughters. Sorry, you know what? <laughs> like I said, I don't want to sound like that guy, but um, yeah, I'm giving up two strange men for uh, bad carnal sins that the rest of the men of Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> uh, there you go. Enjoy yourself. Get your jollies off. Leave my daughters alone. But then we get to the end of the chapter and it gets even more twisted because the daughters end up sleeping with their father. They get their father drunk and they, you know, for the sake of keeping the lineage going, they're like, oh, let's get our father wasted and let's sleep with him. Because that's any better. It's really weird. It's a really weird chapter. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a messed up chapter. I, I, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is why I am not a, you know, I'm not a biblical ex expert. I just try to read and try to understand it. I still don't understand certain things like this chapter straight up. Never understood it. It's very sick. So continuing. So again, you know, Lot pleads with them. He offers up his virgin daughters instead. Now, whether this is a symbolic gesture of Middle Eastern hospitality or an actual solution being proposed by Lot, the men of Sodom will not relent. Clearly, you know, the angels intervene at this point and they physically are removed. You know, they, they fit and, and they physically remove Lot and his family from the city. They give clear instructions to run to the hills. Don't look back. And Lot says no. OK. And they allow him to go to Zor instead. Then God's judgment falls in the form of sulfur and fire. And God destroys Sodom, Gomorrah, the religion around it, and all the people and all the vegetation. I mean, he just went scorched earth, literally scorched earth. If you hear a voice in the background, that's my wife talking really loud on the phone with somebody upstairs in the kitchen. I have no idea if you guys can hear that. In fact, let me be quiet for a moment. Can you guys hear that? I'm going to look at the chat board. Oh, well, that's good. That makes me feel better. Rietta says, no, she is loud in my headphones, so I can hear her plain as day in my headphones. She is loud. I'm glad that's not coming through on your end. She's probably talking smack about me up there. <laughs> Nancy says, why did his wife become a pillar of salt? My guess, because they were supposed to focus on running forward. They were supposed to focus on getting away from the evil. Why would you look back to evil? So my interpretation is, you were to get out of the city, get the heck out of here, don't look back, because it's evil, if you look back, you're going to be, bad stuff's going to happen to you. Well, she decided to turn around and look back. And she turned into a salt lick stick for the deer. She was supposed to focus on getting away from evil, but yet she turned and looked back at the evil. Why? 
Why would you turn back and look at that? Sorry, I'm looking forward to see where I can bring my family and and, and protect my family. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys in your comments are so great. Rietta, salt lick stick for the... Oh, she's liking what I just said. Salt lick stick, stick for the deer. <laughs> Nancy says salt liquor stuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I see. That was a typo. Salt liquor stick. You meant to say stick. She says, OMG, this phone. <laughs> you had a fat finger moment. That's what I ha- That's what I have all the time. I'm always mistyping stuff. <laughs> but yeah, her heart, like Rietta was saying, her heart was still with Sodom, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This, is, this conversation is turning really weird. Angie's like, my goats love salt. <laughs> I don't know who this person is, but um, whoever they are, they said in the chat, they were told not to look behind them. That's right. They were told, they were instructed something very simple. And unfortunately, Lot's wife turned around, looked behind her, went against what her directions were. Well, and she suffered a certain kind of wrath. There you go. Really weird. It's a really weird chapter, guys. It freaking is strange. So, you know, God destroys Sodom. Gomorrah, the region around it, all the people, all the vegetation, again, went scorched earth. Lot's wife disobeys. She looks back, turns around, and poof, there you are. You're a, you're a pile of salt. Lot and his two daughters have been spread or spared, but they have lost everything. And they, you know, the following morning, Abraham sees the smoke rising from the land of, of the valley as from a furnace, and everything has been... I mean, like I said, utterly destroyed. I mean, scorched earth, gone. Zilch. Now, though they are safe in Zor, Lot is afraid to stay there. He takes his daughters and runs for the hill, settling in the cave. Now, it's unclear why Lot didn't run to the household of his uncle Abraham, but in one of Scripture's most tragic embarrassments, Lot's daughters, and this is where it gets even weirder, But Lot's daughters decide that they have lost all hope of ever being married or having children. And for some odd reason, they thought it was a good idea to take matters in their own hand, reflecting the all but non-existent morality of sodomite culture in which they were raised. And they get their father blindly drunk, blacked out drunk on two consecutive nights, each having you know what with his, you know, with, with their dad. That's sick. That is freaking messed up. And as we learn, both daughters become pregnant and the resulting sons become the fathers of the Moabite and Ammonite peoples, respectively Lot's story. So far as the Bible is concerned, ends here in ruin, shame, and, well, humiliation. Really messed up. Really, really messed up. What? What? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm trying to do a Bible show, guys, and you guys are talking about thongs, Rietta. Come on! What the heck? So let me read this for some of you who are listening on the, <laughs> on the download side. Oh my gosh, Almighty! So somebody had a misspelling somewhere in the chat, and it, it evolved into this. I didn't say it. It changes stuff all the time. Spell correct is frustrating, Rietta says. Nancy says yes. Leslie Liberty says should be spell should be spelled incorrect. Um, Rietta says agreed, Leslie. LOL. Nancy says exactly. And this is where it took a dark turn. I typed a text many years ago to my male boss. The word I typed was thing, and it changed it to thong. I died from embarrassment. <laughs> and he is a pastor. <laughs> Shut up. That's freaking hilarious. Oh, my Lord, sweet baby Jesus. Oh, my gosh. That is that's 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 good stuff right there. Oh, my. That's good stuff right there. Don't be rude. Oh, oh. don't be rude. (laughs) 
Oh, she says, I knew you'd get a kick out of that. You see, this is, that's, you know what? Mm-mm. That's rude, Rietta. You, this is a Bible show, and you're trying to get me off topic. You know what? How rude. That's right. How rude. How rude. How rude. Oh, that is funny stuff. Oh, my goodness gracious. What's bet? What, what's what? The best part about that story, Rietta, is that you sent the word thong to a pastor. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> so it's kind of church related. Oh, because <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus. Oh my gosh, sending a word thong to a pastor. <laughs> it's oh my. I, I, I don't know how to, I, I, you know, for once in my life, you guys made a truck driver who is around a lot of nasty thought provoked potty mouth people. You got me speechless for once. Holy crap. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Let's say China. No, Trump, we are not saying China. Stop it. Stop it. We're not saying China. Let's say China. No. (laughs) Stupid. Stop it, Trump. We're not saying China. (laughs) I don't need anybody's money. It's nice. I'm really rich. Oh, that must be nice. Yeah, brag about us some more. Why don't you, Trump? Huh? Yeah, just brag about how much money you got. Yeah. How rude very rude don't you think don't you think don't you think that was rude don't be rude yeah that was rude don't be rude trump you should take your own advice you were very rude we don't talk about how much money we have and then brag about it in front of the people here in america that is just rude anyway ladies and gentlemen let's uh let's stop messing around here we need we need some jesus in our life we need to pray right now (laughs) gosh almighty okay heavenly father we thank you First off, for this crazy crowd that you brought forward here to his hard line, I don't know what kind of crowd you brought, but Father, these people are great. They're funny. I needed that. Today was a really rough day, and uh, we thank you for this great community over here at his hard line, which is your podcast. Thank you for the lessons here in your Bible. I'll be honest with you, though, God, if I could be completely frank with you, some of these chapters that we read really kind of mess with our minds a little bit and confuse us. I understand what Lot was trying to do, but we're still kind of a little confused why he would offer up his virgin daughters to a town uh, in hopes to save two strange men. I I just don't understand that. Um, Maybe one day you could provide us with some clarity on that. Seriously, it's, it's it's a very troubling chapter, but... I guess it wouldn't be in your book if it wasn't important. We get, we ask that you guide our footsteps, guide our lives. We ask that you help guide our thoughts, our words, as well as our actions. And um, just be with us in spirit. We need the Holy Spirit every step of the way. We are in uncharted waters, and we really need your help in the worst way. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen, I think. (laughs) I still can't believe Rietta sent the word thong to a pastor. (laughs) Oh, we need some Jesus up in this joint for sure. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, ladies and gentlemen... As much as I would love to do a second show, I can't. We do have a state conference call coming up here at 7.30. We must attend. We have duties, of course. But you know what? Before, I think, we close it out. Henrietta, I think you missed this yesterday because you and your husband, Donnie, had to, you know, you had to make your grand exit and be like, oh, sorry, guys. we. We can't stay for the rest of the show. Me and Donnie, we have uh, grand lives that we're living, so we can't finish out the show. We'll catch it on the download. <laughs> no, I know what you guys had. You guys, I believe, had a call, so no, I get it. Um, 
Well, here you go by popular demand. China. Let's say China. 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 You go over to China. 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 You take China. 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 I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. 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 Because China. 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 China, 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 China now, China, China, you know, China. I know China very well. China, 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 China. I've been saying China, 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 China. I don't know who has time to make these seriously. China. Oh dear God. I have no idea who has time to make these. I really we have don't. losers. Whoa, we have losers. Whoa, Trump. Now that wasn't nice. That was not nice. How rude. Yeah, how rude. We have losers. We have losers. How rude. I don't need anybody's money. It's nice. I'm really rich. I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> but I will see you tomorrow, and I'm going to be cheering you on. You're going to cheer me on, but I'm going to be cheering you on. Because what we've done is so special. All over the world, they're talking about it. All over the world. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else they're going to be talking about all over the world? They're going to talk about how America is coming back, baby. America is coming back stronger than ever with the assembly of people. And, of course, by another popular demand, because Rietta said, said it, here we go. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Love you all. We'll be back here tomorrow actually wait 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 wait, wait, wait. tomorrow's friday um yeah i might be back here tomorrow it might be an early 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 show because i have an appointment at 7 p.m tomorrow so uh stay tuned for that but god bless ladies and gentlemen we'll be back tomorrow so i'm gonna leave now goodbye everybody bye 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 bye. 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 Uh out of here. Bye. Bye bye. Okay? Bye bye. 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 Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Uh bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Go have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bing bing. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to Iowa. Bye bye. And to other places. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye folks. Bye bye folks. That's it. Bye bye. Wave goodbye. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Bye 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 bye. See you sometime. Bye bye. Good luck. Bye bye. Have fun. Bye bye. We're leaving. Bye. Enjoy yourself. Bye bye. Enjoy yourself. We're leaving. Bye. Bye bye. Gotta get on the plane. Oh, bye bye. Bye bye, darling. Bye bye, Frank. You're a wonderful guy. Bye everybody. I can go home now. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. I'm going. I'll go to Turnberry. I'll go someplace that I own and I'll enjoy my life. And that's the end of that. Bye bye. We're finished. We're finished. Goodbye, everybody. And that's the end. And everyone says, oh, that was fun. And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. It was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? 
the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.